Welcome to another episode of the Binge Alert podcast, the show where I talk about things I love, things I hate, and everything in between when binging on anime, books, movies, and TV shows. If you're not familiar with the format, the show will be split into five categories, which are Binge's Opinion, Is the Book Better, Movie versus TV, Originals versus Remakes, and Roast the Characters. For today's episode, the category is Binge's Opinion, where I'll be watching Marvel's TV series, WandaVision. I have been waiting for this for so long. Once the first episode dropped, I was waiting for all the episodes to come out so I could binge to my heart's content. Do you know how hard it is to avoid spoilers? They were everywhere, okay? I can't believe I even made it this far with having no clue as to what's going on. But alas, I made it, I am pumped, and I'm ready to go. I'm not even going to give a long intro because honestly, I just want to know what's going on. So I'm going to go watch WandaVision and I'll catch you in a sec. Five hours later. Now I'm looking at you sideways, Wanda. Get it together. Fix this. When I tell you I was confused for most of the series, you have no idea. Marvel has done it again. I am both greatly satisfied and still craving for more so let's get right into it but before i continue i just want to give a quick spoiler alert i will be talking about some of the plot points so please don't be upset if you haven't watched it and i give too much away but you have been warned so episode one we start out with the 1950s american sitcom style setup that we were aware of for those who watched the trailers and i definitely came into this thinking she was a victim of brainwashing a conspiracy someone has her under some sort of stimulation to monitor her powers and see if they could harness it as it comes from the mind stone etc etc like something along those lines and episode one was definitely leading me in that direction especially when wonder and vision couldn't even answer simple simple when did you guys get married how did you guys meet Like they couldn't remember anything before the beginning of that day and even more so when at the end we see someone in colour writing notes while watching WandaVision, the black and white broadcast. So going into episode 2, here's me thinking that poor old Wanda has been captured and is being experimented on but will figure it out eventually and try and get herself out of this fake reality. What with her having found a red helicopter toy in this otherwise black and white world and us hearing someone call out Wanda's name through the old radio. Again, I'm thinking, Wanda, follow the voice. Let the voice guide you home. This is not real. And boy, was I wrong. Okay, because then we have the man in the bee suit. The way she flipped real quick and was like, Nope. And rewrote the script. I was like, what? So you you know you are in here and, and you're okay with it? But then I was like, no, 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 no. Okay, obviously, obviously she's been brainwashed, okay? I mean, in this reality, her love vision is alive. So of course, she doesn't want to believe that it's not real. I get it. I would probably do the same. So whoever is here to help her needs to help her harder and quicker. Episode three, I am running out of excuses on her behalf. Wanda is a whole pregnant as shown at the end of episode two before the mid rewrite. So we have Wanda starting to slowly lose a bit of control of her surroundings whenever she gets contractions. And we actually end up witnessing what happens when she begins to remember some of her past trauma 
So the twins are born and Wanda's talking to a character, Geraldine, about how she had a brother and then she starts singing a song from when she was younger. This ends up weakening the spell on Geraldine who happens to know that Pietro, Wanda's twin, was killed by Ultron. Now Wanda's looking at Geraldine sideways like, what'd you say now? Next thing we know, Vision comes back in the house and Geraldine is no more. Like she has disappeared like Houdini and is gone with the wind, okay? And Wanda's just like, oh she just left it's cool look how cute our babies are and i'm like did she just rewrite a whole character to disappear what is going on she might have been able to help you what are you doing wonder moving on to episode four we go through the events leading up to the character geraldine's sudden disappearance in wandavision turns out she is none other than monica rambo who was one of those who were snapped out of existence by thanos long story short as she's been away for so long she can no longer be an active agent of sword for the time being and is sent to join a case with fbi agent jimmy Wu regarding a missing persons this is where things take a turn for her jimmy is just outside the town of westview and the police officers keep repeating that westview doesn't exist while standing right in front of a sign clearly stating this is westview then we see monica interact with an invisible force of some sort and that's how she ends up in the sitcom so now the hex has been exposed sword pretty much takes over and has all sorts of specialists come check out the hex including darcy lewis from thor who finds a frequency which is broadcasting what is happening inside the hex wandavision we find out that Jimmy was the voice in the old radio and the man in the beast suit is an agent trying to get into the town to see what's going on. And then it ends with a scene from episode 3 where Monica's character wakes up from the spell and exposes that she is from the outside world and Wanda sends her packing. The literal definition of throwing someone out your house. Monica learned what it felt like to fly that day. She zoomed across half the town and popped right out of the hex screaming, it was Wanda! And now it seems that Wanda is aware of what's going on. Her abilities as they were in present time have returned and she's happy being in her fake reality. And she will do anything to make sure everything stays the same. Episode 5 comes along and as we're watching how Wanda and Vision are coping with the babies, I'm just thinking these babies are going to die, aren't they? They're going to be taken away from Wanda and she will lose whatever mind she has left. Then we have Vision at work. Vision wakes one of the guys up from the spell. And when I tell you I was flabbergasted, he kept saying she's in my head. I hear her voice and I immediately went back to Avengers Age of Ultron when she was playing mind games with the whole team and nearly destroyed them all. I was like, Wanda, who is doing this to you? Pull yourself together and get out. Little did I know she didn't give up. And then we have a scene where I realised that the head of sword really had to leave my screen. Monica sends a drone that unbeknownst to her is weaponized, and good old head idiot in charge decides to shoot at Wanda. Can we just remove him from power? Like it's not just the fact that Wanda is Wanda so I don't want her to get hurt. It's also the fact that yes, while you are aware that Wanda is the one who created the hex and has thousands of people trapped, you don't know what is going to happen if she dies. You don't know what happens if your plan fails. But you're about to find out. Wanda came out of the hex like, here's your drone, leave me alone before I end you. Period. And while I'm rooting for her to just remove this man from my peripheral vision, I am still looking at Wanda a little sideways because 
there are actual people trapped in here like actual people with actual lies that they need to be living and you're here telling sword to back off sweetie you have to know this is not okay right nope then we have wanda trying to give advice to her 10 year old that we can't just use magic to fix our problems and death can't be reversed so it's not okay to bring back a dog we just got but it's okay to make up a whole fantasy to bring back vision parenting 101 do as i say not as i do these babies are not about to be listening to you when they be living in your own hypocrisy what do you mean practice what you preach is all i'm saying the episode ends with vision confronting wanda about the fake reality and just as they're about to make some kind of breakthrough there's someone at the door and it's none other than pietro well x-men universe quicksilver pretending to be pietro not gonna lie i lost myself a little bit there i was so excited to see peter evans play pietro i thought this was how they were gonna bring x-men into the mcu that was not the case because marvel has now developed the habit of not giving us exactly what we want when we want until we least expect it and it's always a glorious moment so i'll wait moving along to episode 6 and vision is so over wonder and her shenanigans that he is ready to figure out what is going on and doesn't have the time nor the patience to wait for her to give him the deets so he decides to venture out across the town to figure out for himself we first focus on a woman stuck in a loop and we zoom in on the tear just falling down from her eyes and then we have the people living on the outskirts of town who are just statues no response at all no blinking no breathing no loop nothing and i'm like you couldn't have just taken over the inner circle of the town then like these people are just meant to stay frozen in time forever as you live out your fantasy life because they live too far to your liking but why you obviously don't need these people as you gave them no part to play let them go so i should just live out the rest of my life as a gargoyle you do not have any respect for me how dare you and then we have agnes i will talk about this woman later then vision decides he wants to see what is beyond the borders of little old westview and moves to pass through the barriers of the hex and i'm like is he just going to crumble to the floor since he is a whole dead in real life turns out not too far from the truth just instead of crumbling downwards he's crumbling his way back to the hex and the little baby senses that father is in trouble so rather than acknowledging that things aren't going as planned and she needs to get out wanda chooses to expand the hex further out basically taking the whole sword operation turning them into a circus and in doing so dragging darcy into the hex at this point i'm like please stop antagonizing her we don't need the whole of america in the hex she will literally make the entire planet into the hex keep messing with her i dare you and this head of sword yeah we find out he wants to use vision as a weapon and i'm like oh his character is such a cliche i am so over it the man in charge thinking he knows what he's doing who he's dealing with and for some reason puny little human like him yeah thinks he can take on someone whose powers is the equivalent to a nuclear bomb leave my screen just right now just be gone i don't have time for your antics leave the villainry to someone who can actually hang with the big dogs okay go sit down so by the end of episode six i don't know who to be rooting for on one hand i'm like sir 
you better move away from Miss Wanda right now. But on the other hand, the hex needs to stop growing, okay? It needs to all the way go. And I feel for her. Really, I do. But at this point, I am still looking at her a bit sideways. I mean, and the Avengers for that matter. Like, where are they? Who was supposed to be watching over Wanda? Like, who was on duty? How has no one noticed Wanda's absence within the team? I mean, yes, last we left them, they had mostly gone their separate ways. But I am certain Fury's one eye would still be somehow, some way watching over those who are still at least on planet Earth. Ain't nothing going on on this planet Earth yet without him hearing about it. So where was he at? It wasn't until I did some research that I realised the real Nick Fury might be chilling up in a spaceship while his imposter scroll friend was helping out Spider-Man Far From Home. Which I has still haven't seen yet, but it will come. So your doppelganger decides he wants to go and intervene when baby Peter Parker is running amok internationally, but a whole town disappears, yeah? People imprisoned by a whole official Avenger in the US of A and you don't do anything. You do nothing. You don't pop up to see Wagwan. What? Episode 7. Wanda is really starting to lose control of her fantasy. Her reality is starting to crumble as she becomes more and more aware of her fake reality. And we have the douche. This is the head of sword. I'm calling him the douche now. The douche still thinks he can take on Wanda. Of course he does. Monica finds a way back to the Hex and in doing so develops some powers of her own as she runs in to warn Wanda of the douche's plans to attempt to take her life and capture Vision. But the biggest shock shock horror of the episode, Miss Agnes. My reaction to the Agatha song went a little something like this. No, you're lying. You're lying. What made me so mad? was that I knew before I started watching WandaVision that she was a villain. There were enough memes out there in the world for me to put two and two together. So can someone explain to me please how they managed to still pull a wall over me, revealing that she in fact was a villain. I actually forgot. You are the ultimate deceiver. Here I was feeling sorry for the witch, thinking she, like everyone else, just wants to go home and be with their families or even just have the ability to leave the limits of the town, only to find out she, besides Wanda, is the only person who wants to be there. Lies and deceit. This is why you can't trust anyone on the screen, including the seemingly innocent. She played her part so well. Like, played the audience like a fiddle, including Wanda. Wanda must have been thinking, was I stewing in my grief so hard that I didn't even notice someone manipulating me as I am manipulating everybody else in my own virtual reality? Made Wanda look like a whole fool. I mean, Agnes as the trope of the nosy neighbour, that alone made me not trust her in the beginning. Because why you gotta be nosy for? But at some point, I started thinking, yes, Agnes is a part of it, but more so helping Wanda play out this fantasy for her benefit, as in Wanda's benefit. Like, how can she say, do you want me to take it again? Do, do you want to start over? What? This is where I should have known Agnes was an imposter because she wasn't even awakened by Vision at this point and yet she's asking Wanda if she should retake. 
So she was aware of the sitcom, but she seemed to be the only one who was aware without having to be awakened by Vision or Wanda. And what made me just look at this woman sideways with her nonsensical self was when at the beginning of episode 8, we got a background story of how she basically was about to get executed. And I thought they would go down the route of, oh, she had lost control of her abilities and hurt people, uh, betrayed her coven accidentally, but the coven didn't want to believe her, so she turned evil due to the coven's betrayal. Nope. This woman was so rotten to the core, her own mother, who is also a witch, was like, child, you gotta go. You know you're bad when your own mom is trying to expel you from existence, okay? And Agatha had the audacity to beg her mother that she can be good and to give her a second chance after just gleefully sucking the life force out of all the witches around in the circle. But you can be good, yeah? You cackled and chuckled while your brethren laid crisp and dried up on the floor, but you can be good, yeah? I'll pass. And then we take a trip down memory lane with Wanda and Agatha, looking into the specific events in Wanda's life that brought her to this moment of reimagining reality to avoid her pain. We start with the day her parents died, her first encounter with the Mind Stone seeing herself as the Scarlet Witch, and what really happened at SWORD headquarters, uh, so we were told by the douche that Wanda had broken into Sword and stolen Vision's body to bring him back to life. Turns out she came to say goodbye basically, then left, headed to Westview where Vision had bought some land for them to live out the rest of their lives together. And the pain was just too much to bear, to which she let loose of her magic and created the Hex and the WandaVision sitcom. So she didn't even need the body of the original Vision, she made a whole Vision. Her powers are crazy powerful. Like, she belongs in the galaxy with the Guardians at this point. Earth does not deserve her. Back to the douche. He uses some of Wanda's magic residue that was left on the drone and revives the original Vision into White Vision. The fact that humans in this universe constantly think that they can control powers they don't understand, do you honestly think it's going to end well for you? Did you not learn from the New York attack back in 2012? Then we have the finale that is episode 9, which was a lot to take in and a lot to handle. So Agatha is now attacking the Bebes to get Wanda's magic, but I still don't know her end goal. Once she has Wanda's magic, then what? What, she's gonna take over the world? Is that all villains aspire to do? At least Thanos and Killmonger were creative in their motivation for villainy. Then, Agatha removes the spell from one of the women in the town. And, uh, Wanda is a whole villain out here in these streets. Now, I can understand why she did what she did to bring Vision back. I mean, I've lost quite a few loved ones in my life. And if I had the power to bring them back, I couldn't tell you if I wouldn't at least try. However, what I cannot get behind is this kidnapping of an entire town to bring your fantasy world to life. I I'm sorry, I won't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, there were people on the outskirts of the town who were stuck in basically a boomerang video. And to make matters worse, when Agatha lifts the spell and the townspeople are screaming at Wanda to let them go, that they're in pain, that they just want to see their families, etc, etc, etc. How can this girl turn around and blame Agatha for their words? They want to leave! 
She of all people should be feeling their pain. They just want to see their loved ones but can't because in their eyes some crazy psycho witch has imprisoned them to play her little sketch experiment. I will forgive for my sake but best believe I will never forget. How dare you? Then you try and tell me that I want this, that you are helping me and you are saving me, that I feel at peace. Saving me from what Jo? Me hearing a crazy person's voice in my head is me feeling peace. Me feeling her grief and pain is me feeling peace. What kind of peace are you referring to? And grief that you experienced? Girl, you are causing the pain and grief. What do you mean? How double dare you? She out and out said, I'm saving you. With her whole chest. Like I asked her to be saved. Nonsense. Agatha may be the bad guy to your little skit, but baby girl, you are the true villain right now. This universe might start thinking that anytime anyone will be taken away from you, and yes, unfortunately, in your line of work, you will lose people you care about. There will always be a fear that you will go crazy with grief, lose all sense of morality, and hurt people, be it intentionally or unintentionally. At some point, the sword army arrives and honestly, I don't know what the douche thought was going to happen. Like he was going to be able to fight Wanda, a whole Wanda. Wanda who was the only person powerful enough to remove a stone from Vision's head. A whole Wanda who was most likely strong enough to decapitate Thanos with a flick of a wrist. Are you okay? Like guns are going to help you in any way, shape or form. Are you forgetting that she pretty much almost annihilated the Avengers with a simple, simple hallucination? And that was before she even started showing some of her full destructive powers. Like, what are you doing? And this whole white vision thing, again, the douche is stupid. How could he think that just because they programmed him with a computer that he was always going to follow orders? They used Wanda's magic that clearly can have a mind of its own. Now, if you had used electricity, that would have been a different story. Now, wouldn't it? It would not have been as strong, but it would have served you obediently. Quick side note, Monica, I love her. I need her to be having big time parts in the movies to come. I will not have it any other way. Darcy too, for that matter. But yeah, I almost died with laughter when Agatha tried to use her powers and it didn't work. This is what you get when you monologue. She didn't need to explain to Wanda about the runes. Wanda didn't even know witches existed. You'll not make it to the villain wall of fame for the simple, simple fact that you give out facts where it is not necessary. Honestly, what did it do for you to tell Wanda about the runes and their purpose? Did it get you what you want? Nope just trapped you in a town you don't care for with the personality of a nosy neighbor you better be more useful later in the mcu and agatha saying you don't know what you've done you don't know what you've unleashed you didn't exactly help the situation and how is she screaming oh you're not sorry you're cruel excuse me did you not just vaporize your whole coven including your own mother and you want to talk about being cruel <coughs> enjoy westview your head and then we have Wanda saying goodbye to Vision and the kids. That was hard to watch. Like choosing to go back to reality because deep down she is a hero at the end of the day. And she realized the error and selfishness of her ways of coping with the loss of her love. And now to also give up her children. Whatever little animosity I had for Wanda dissipated in these last few moments. 
But then we had the end credits and I was like, girl, why are you reading the book of the damned? You better be looking for protective spells or something to help the universe, not destroy it. And I didn't even mention this before, but how they portrayed Wanda's abilities in the first few episodes or so had me thinking, what exactly are her powers now? Like the show in the beginning was giving me Sabrina the Teenage Witch vibes. The original one, you know, the sitcom one where she just points at things and things happen or appear or whatever. That's when I started questioning if she was in fact a witch. I mean, I knew she was Scarlet Witch, but I thought that was just a, a name for her. I was like, is she genuinely a witch? Has her abilities evolved without her knowing? And then after the scene of her first contact with the Mind Stone, I was convinced. I was like, yeah, she definitely already had abilities and the Mind Stone just enhance them so the theories out there about her being the first mutant of the marvel universe yeah i mean it's not that far of a stretch that could be the way they bring x-men into the mcu and i'm here for it and also before we found out how she got in the town in the first place i was like if her powers are this strong she could have just made up a whole town made fake people to move around in the town and lived her best life in this reality or even removed everyone from westview and just taken over the town in peace no one would ever know the only thing that spoiled her therapeutic path to healing and acceptance of loss was the fact that she took over a town that had someone under the fbi witness protection program so on one hand her powers managed to help her heal but on the other hand her powers put her in a bit of a pickle and if i ever had powers and my powers tried to help me please do so without almost putting me in jail or six feet under because trust and believe they would have attempted and yes i said attempted because come on she's a witch but they would have attempted to either apprehend her or kill her if it wasn't for monica so final verdict i'm giving this a focus and appreciate now originally I was a bit torn. I started comparing it to some of my top favorite Marvel movies, such as the Avengers movies. And I almost put One Division as a light entertainment rating, but then I kind of just stepped back and was like, yes, this is Marvel. And yes, I love the action, the drama, and the resolution that the movies have, but this is a TV series. I need to treat it as such. This is a whole new ball game and I loved it. Yes, it was a slow burn, but I feel like a TV series was what was needed for this storyline and the concept. I don't think a two hour movie would have done it justice. So definitely a focus and appreciate for me. It was confusing, it was different. There was mystery, which I love. And it was just a good old time. I would say though, do push through the first two episodes. It does get better. Like I said, it, it's a slow burn, but the payoff, well worth it. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Let me know what you think of WandaVision if you've watched it, or let me know if you're going to watch it yourself. Also, if you have any requests or suggestions on anything you'd like me to watch or read, please be sure to hit me up. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at BingeAlertPod. I'm out and I'll catch you in a sec.